Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Then we are very pleased to have joining us now uh, Craig Crandall, PGA head professional out at Rock Creek Country Club, just uh, up the road out in my neck of the woods. Uh most recently, a top five finish at the Pelzer Golf Northwest Open, top, uh, tied for second in the professional division, tied for fourth overall. So certainly has the game. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for hopping on with us. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Well, we, uh, we are glad to have you. Uh, you've been out at Rock Creek now for a number of years, assistant uh, pro there, and then have uh, taken over at Head Golf Professional. And, and for people, I think we hear Rock Creek all the time. Uh, a lot of people are very familiar with it, but um, uh, obviously the membership out there is very, very active, a very playable course for people. Uh, but let everybody know a little bit about the, the course and the facility. Yeah, so we have a gym here in the uh, in the northwest, out here on the west side of Portland. Um, you know, located conveniently right next to Tansborn Shopping Area. We've got Intel and Nike uh, less than a couple miles away. So nice, nice location. Facilities are great. Uh, Course is in good shape. Some of the best greens around. Um, good practice areas. Uh, especially for for anyone that's trying to dial in the short game. Well, yeah, and that's now that uh, the weather has uh, gotten a lot better from uh, where we were April and May. Uh, people are, are getting out there playing a lot more, and obviously, it's uh, becoming evident. Uh, if you want to score and score well, that short game's got to be dialed in. And for us hackers out there, there's nothing more intimidating than seeing your ball uh, go land on the beach, whether it's off the tee for a fairway bunker, uh, greenside bunkers, uh, and and it's always amazing because then you watch on you watch the professionals play. Uh, or you're watching maybe the uh, the NCAA, the college uh, championship tournaments that have been on recently, and you're always hearing announcers say, well, they're better off actually in that bunker than being on the rough or, or closer to the hole. What is it about the bunker play that seems so intimidating to to your you know high handicap weekend warriors versus accomplished players who who are practicing? Yeah, so I think your average, you know, your average golfer, the higher handicapper, the first thing that they're going to do is look at that lip in front of them. And that's one of the, you know, the biggest things that that kind of gets them scared is that they think that they now have to get this ball up and over that lip. And so one of the biggest mistakes that they make is is now they're trying to swing upwards at the golf ball, trying to lift that ball up and over the lip. So, you know, something that I tell my students is that uh you know, the best way to get the ball up and out of the bunker 
as opposed to trying to swing upwards at it, right, because they're trying to get more loft, is to just go to a higher lofted club. You know, I see a lot of people, they're taking either their pitching wedge or sand wedge out of the bunker. Grab that 60 degree, grab the lob wedge. That's going to make it a lot easier to get the loft. And now, you know, you definitely don't want to swing upwards at the golf ball because otherwise you're going to bounce that club off the sand, up into the ball. Now you're blading the ball straight into that lip, which is what they didn't want to do in the first place. So higher lofted club is going to definitely be your best friend. And then I think the other the other piece of the pie is uh, the concept. You know, you're working so hard when you're out there uh, on fairways and to make solid contact, uh, to have the club, you know, slide under the golf ball and make contact with the golf ball first. But in the bunkers, you know, that sand is what's going to help uh, lift the ball out more times than not. So how do you, when you're practicing, adjust to where you're wanting uh, that club face to, you know, kind of get behind the ball? Yeah, so, you know, in, in a greenside bunker, you're not going to be hitting the ball first, right? We're actually hitting the sand the ball is just moving with the sand up and out of the, up and out of the bunker. So, you know, a great drill, something to kind of focus on to really get some, some better contact in the sand. Not that we're trying to contact the ball, but just a spot in the sand that's actually behind the ball. It's about an inch or so. Um, is I use a, a drill called the line drill. Basically, you just draw a line in the sand. And if you imagine that the ball is in front of that line, all you're going to do is hover your club over that line, and you can just work your way from one end of the line to the other, where if that line is basically going between your legs, you start at one end, and all you're trying to do is actually contact on the line first and then make that divot extend forward of that line, starting at the line. And now you have a reference point to be able to tell if you're actually hitting, whether it's behind the line, in front of the line, or on that line, and you can just make basically practice swings over and over again in the practice bunker, obviously not when you're out playing. But um, that's a great way to actually just get your eyes to focus on a spot in the sand and actually hit that spot that you're focusing on. So now when you're out on the course, you're going to hover your club behind the ball over a spot on the sand, which is exactly what you're looking at when you practice, and now you're able to just contact that same spot over and over again. And then the other piece, obviously, bunkers uh, generally, you know, have uh, some. You talk about lips, um, so there's going to be slopes depending on where you hit it. When you go and and look at the lie, um, is it is it buried? Is it sort of sitting up on top and stance with being you know downhill lie and uphill lie? What are all the things that you start to assess? Uh, when you go in there that are going to affect how you, how you make a swing? Yeah, great question. So obviously you got to observe your lie first because that's really going to determine what you can and can't do in the bunker. If that ball is sitting down at all where you have, you know, a clump of sand or a, or a lot of sand that's kind of raised up behind the ball, you're not going to be able to get that ball very high, and you're definitely not going to be able to have a whole lot of spin on that golf ball. You just have to know that you're going to be going through that sand, which is going to take a lot more speed and power. So you just got to get comfortable with taking a much bigger swing, maybe aim out away from the pin to a spot that's going to you know, allow for that ball to roll out and still be able to hold the green. Um, when it comes to uneven lies, 
you know, you got to you got to take what the course gives you. So if you have a downhill lie and you're still trying to get the ball up and over that uh, that lip, you know, one of the first things that I see students try and do is open up that club face. And when it comes to the average golfer, I mean, just making solid contact on with the club face itself is pretty tough. And when you start opening the blade too much, you're taking about two and a half inches worth of width that you have to work with. And you're reducing that down to about one inch when you start opening the face too much. Sometimes you just got to keep that club face a little bit more square, just match your, you know, your body with the slope itself and just count on getting you know, decent contact, picking a spot an inch or so behind the sand and just swing a little harder, get that ball up and over the lip, allow for that run out, but trying not to get too cute with it. And so obviously most golf courses will have some practice uh, bunkers uh, facilities. You might have to look around. They might be behind the clubhouse or something like that. But uh, how often, you know, if golfers are practicing somewhat regularly, how often, how much time, you know, do you want to allow to, to have a regular, you know, 10, 15 minutes worth of bunker time before you start to feel, should feel comfortable and consistent out there playing on the course? Yeah, I mean, if you're practicing the right way, you, you shouldn't need to hit more than, you know, 20 to 25 shots in a bunker to get some real quality practice in. You know, it's, it's definitely not quantity. It's quality but consistency over time. So if you just, if you do that drill where you're doing, you know, five to 10 balls with the line drill, um, and then you do, you know, another five to 10 balls where you're just practicing hitting different shots where you're doing a few on the upslope, a few on the downslope, a few on the flat, some above your feet, below your feet, whatever it is, you know, you only need to do, you know, a very short amount of practice, but consistently over time, you know, you do that, one, whether it's once a week or twice a week, but over a period of months, you're definitely going to feel a lot more comfortable as opposed to just doing, you know, an hour or two hours straight in a bunker, but then you don't touch a bunker again for another month or two. You know, you're, you're going to be much better off just spending five to 10 minutes in a bunker but more frequently over time. Craig Crandall is our guest. He is the uh, head golf professional out at Rock Creek Country Club. Now, one of the things that you've got coming up, and and we see these um, uh, around the area, is a 100-hole marathon. Uh, Yours is going to benefit the Ronald McDonald House of Portland in the near future. Uh, We know uh, Gay Davis has has done his 100 holes out at uh, Pumpkin Ridge for the CCA. Uh, over the years, but when you're getting ready uh, to do one of these uh, marathon charity things, or maybe you've got your big golf trip with your buddies coming up where you're going to play 36 a day for two or three straight days, what are some things you need to uh, make sure to take care of and prepare yourself so you're ready to play that much golf in a short period of time? You know, uh, fitness is definitely something that I work on quite a bit. And so just just making sure that I keep my body, uh, you know, recovered. So whenever I, you know, whenever I do my fitness routine, do a little CrossFit, um, I just make sure that I give my body time to recover, you know. So recovery is definitely an absolute must. So that way I can turn around and and be ready to go for, you know, especially a big event like this. But uh, otherwise, maybe a lot of prayer, you know, just hopefully (laughs) that I don't die while I'm out there. Um, what are the best, what snacks, (laughs) what snacks do you want to have? What's like the best thing that doesn't weigh you down, but gives you, keeps the energy up and going? Well, um, 
You know, honestly, a- apples are really good. Um, otherwise, for me, ooh, Reese's Pieces would definitely be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that little little jolt of sugar, and then um, and then is it just water, or are you looking to do like a like a Gatorade sort of thing, or and is caffeine a good or, or bad thing while you're out there? Um, you know, I'll definitely have some caffeine in the morning while I'm out there. Um, you know, in, especially getting towards the uh, kind of the middle of the uh, of the hike there. So after about holes fifty or sixty, I, I won't be doing more caffeine. Um, I do like a hydration mix, so definitely a lot of electrolytes. Um, but water, water is definitely just going to be the premium there because you know at that point I'm just relying on you know more of the fitness of my body rather than trying to you know, supplement with a bunch of, you know, whether it's caffeine or sugar or anything like that. So no question. Craig Crandall is our guest here, head pro out of Rock Creek Country Club. For people that are uh, interested in, in supporting your efforts there for the Ronald McDonald House, is there uh, somewhere they can go uh, on the web to uh, find out more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, um, we're going to be sharing, we'll be sharing my link to donate uh, on the Rock Creek Country Club webpage. So rockcreekcountryclub.com, as well as my, uh, my Instagram, uh, I'll be posting periodically the link to donate. Um, so Instagram handle is Crandolini. Yeah, so last name Crandall, I-N-I. Crandall with two uh, L's, C-R-A-N-D-A-L-L-I-N-I. Uh, is the handle and uh and i know you've got uh, some uh, junior camps and things coming up this summer uh for kids if they're looking to be involved you've got some great pga junior league teams out there as well so uh, for people that want to uh, find a spot if you're out in that bethany area tannisborn area um you can go to the website as well and uh, check out those opportunities craig crandall thanks so much for joining uh, us here this morning good luck with the 100 hole marathon and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you later in the summer appreciate it thank you very much Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.